In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Please be advised. This show contains adult language, violent acts, and triggering situations. Not advised for children under the age of 13. So, Sam, looks like your urine test came back negative, mostly. Well, you did just pop me for weed yesterday. Look, I'm just glad nothing else showed up. Me too. Don't sound so relieved. Were you expecting something to? No. Hmm. You ready to pick up from where we left off with the accident? Sure. Hey, how's your daughter, by the way? She's great. Thank you for asking. Anyone would. Are you doing all right? Yeah, I'm managing. I'm ready to get the rest of the story over with. Sam, yeah. you know, you don't have to share any of this with me. I want you to. I desperately want you to because I think I can help you. But it's your story and you decide who hears it. You don't owe me anything. Except your urine, of course. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I don't kink shame, Leah. (laughs) Preferably clean urine next week. Well, Jesus, woman, even I can't detox pot in a day. I am serious about this, Sam. If you think talking about this will drive you to relapse, I will respect it if you want to stop. Sam. No. No? I don't want to stop. So talking about this is helping. No. Well, then can you tell me why you want to finish telling it? Honestly, I just want to see if you believe me. No one else has. I already told you I would. That's a weird thing to promise. You have no idea what I'm going to say. And the story could end up with reptilians in the White House. But it won't, will it? I wish. What I can promise you is this. Short of reptilians in the White House, I will do my very best to believe everything you tell me. Why would you do that? Because I think you need it. Really, uh, I do. Need it, that is. Then I will believe it. Shall we start?
Q-Code presents Baraska, created by Rebecca Klingel, starring and produced by Cole Sprouse. He saw it during the sweep. It was in a room. Okay. Where the hell is it now? It's gone. I think one of our guys disposed of it. Well, find out. If she had come home on time, she would have found that letter. I know. And then... Understood. I'll find it and make sure it's burned. Greg, Ramirez, how's my son? No changes, sir. Dad. Uh, he's awake, sir. Dad? Well, Sammy, looks like no football next year. I don't play football, Dad. <clears throat> What's wrong with my arm? You don't remember? You were awake when they brought you in. I was just... Shit. The accident. Where's Kyle? Kimber? They're fine. They're fine. You had the worst injuries. Oh, okay. Good. Can I have some water? I don't suppose you remember the car that hit you, kids. I didn't see. It was night. I think it was a pickup truck. That's what Kyle told us. Anything else? No. A man was driving, I think. A man in a pickup truck in southeast Missouri. You do love to challenge me, kiddo. I couldn't see anything, Dan. It was dark and he came out of nowhere. I know. Guess I'm just desperate to find who ran my kid down and just drove the fuck off to let you die. Well, pretty sure he was drunk, if that helps. Again, this is southeast Missouri. Easy, easy, easy. What on earth were you doing on 25 that late anyway? Coming back from the city? Didn't Kyle and Kimber tell you? They did. I want you to tell me. We weren't drinking. We just went because Kimber wanted to go shopping in Cape Girardeau. I know you weren't drinking. All three of you were tested when they brought you in. Kyle's a goddamn mess. Where are they? They're fine. And lucky for you, your story matches theirs, by the way. Well, why the hell am I on trial? I'm the victim in a hit and run. I know. Calm down. I just worry about you, Sam. After Whitney, I can't lose you, too. I feel fine. Except for this. What's wrong with my arm? Uh, it's your shoulder. You tore your rotator cuff and you have displaced fractures in your shoulder. It'll take about a year to heal, but you'll be fine. Physical therapy in the meantime. Pass. You're not allowed to pass on physical therapy. What rooms are Kyle hey, and Kimber Hey, don't, don't. Lay back down, Samuel. They weren't admitted. Kyle and Kimber are both fine, just minor bumps and scrapes. Kyle has been in to see you several times since last night. Kimber went home with her father. We were actually headed here. She got a call that her mom was in the hospital. I know. What happened? Sam, she... Sam? What's going on? Is it Kimber? I told you, Kimber is fine. She is not fine! All right, all right. I'll let you boys talk. Sam, if you need anything, I'll be just outside. You really look like shit. I'm in traction. What's your excuse? <sighs> just... a really long night. If Kimber's mom is here, why is she at home with her dad? She isn't. She's not with her dad? Not Kimber. Her mom isn't here. I mean, though, although technically, I mean, I, I guess she is. What? Just, just tell me what the hell is going on. 
Kimber's mom killed herself yesterday. What the fuck? Yeah, it... It... Yeah. Well, tell me everything. What... What happened? How was Kimber handling it? Not well, man. Shit. She hated me. No, she didn't. She did. I, I'm part of the reason. You don't know. You want to know what her mom did? She went out and bought a bunch of food, cooked a bunch of casseroles and lasagna and shit, froze them all, then she cleaned her house, then she got in her car and she drove to this hospital, probably because it's the tallest building in town, then she went up to the roof and she jumped. She just fucking jumped off a six-story building. They said... They said that she lived long enough to apologize to the guy that found her. Fuck. Kimber's a mess. She didn't even get to say goodbye. I mean, they wouldn't even let her see her mom. They just sent her home with her dad. I call her every hour or so, but she's only answered once. You should have gone with her. I wasn't going to leave you alone. Thanks, man, but you can go now if you want. She needs you more than I do. She always has. I'll try. I don't think Pete will let me in, though. He will, for her sake. He's her dad. Yeah. Maybe. Listen, about last night... I told your dad we went to shop. I told him the same thing. Thank fuck. No, not about that. About the car that hit us. I told him it was probably a drunk driver. It wasn't. I know. They were gunning for us. That's what I thought, too. That shit was intentional. I know. Look, Sam, with everything going on and Kimber's mom... I think we should shell this adventure for a little bit. You got hurt. Kimber could have gotten more hurt. I, I just... I, I feel like we're close to something. Well, obviously we are, Sam! That's why I woke up with my girlfriend's head in my lap, and her hair was matted with so much blood it looked black. What? Dad said she was mostly fine. Head wounds bleed a lot, Sam. They're just fucking scary, alright? On top of that, my best friend is lying in hospital with broken bones. And what about the timing of this suicide? What do you mean? It's a little coincidental, don't you think? Megan DeStaro has hated me for years, but she picks this week to kill herself. No note, no... All right, Mr. Landy, I think that's sufficient. I know it's been a hard night, you're feeling emotional, but this isn't going to help either of you. Go home. Dad. Go home, Kyle, or I'll call your mother to bring you home. I'll see you as soon as I get out of here. Go be with Kimber. <sighs> okay. I worry about that boy. He's just scared, Dad. Of what? The accident. Kimber getting hurt. She'll be okay. I promise. I can do it, Dad. All right, Mr. Independent. Well, my legs are fine. It's just my shoulder and this stupid cast sling thing. You gonna get all your friends to sign it? No. Why not? Girls might think it's hot. Dad, please stop. <laughs> I really need to teach you some things about women. <sighs> shit. What am I gonna do without a car? Language. I've got work and school and shit. Watch your language, Sam. Why? Mom's not even here. She went straight from the hospital to the Destaros last night. You're still only 17. As for a car, you can use a sedan. What sedan? Over there. Your mother made you up a bed on the couch. Jesus, I can make it upstairs, you guys. She's gonna coddle you, so you might as well get used to the idea. <sighs> so, what sedan are you talking about? Whitney's Friction. 
You have Whitney's car? Of course I do. It's at the station. Been parked there for years, so I'll need to tune it up first, but I'll bring it home to you for you to use. Dad, wait. What? When did you recover the sedan? We didn't recover it, son. We, we brought it in for processing after she disappeared. I never drove it home because it would have made things harder for your mother. That... No. That's not what you told me. I specifically remember you saying you were sure Whitney ran away because she had taken her car with her. You said that. No, Sam, I never said that. There may have been some confusion. Well, if she didn't take her car, then how'd she get to St. Louis? I thought that was the whole basis of the runaway theory, Whitney's car being missing too. So what, did Jay pick her up? Because I've talked to Jay a lot over the years, and Whitney isn't with him. You called the Figueroa family? Every year I call to see if he's heard from her. <sighs> Sam. And he never has. We're not going to do this this morning. Why not? Because you're hopped up on pain pills. That's a bullshit cop-out, Dad. She's your daughter. You should fucking care. Don't... Don't you ever accuse me of not caring about my daughter. I love Whitney, and I will never give up on her, all right? Do you understand me, son? I want to see the case files. They're not available to you, because despite what you have accused me of over the years, Whitney's case is still open, and we're still looking for her. Along with the FBI. Now, your mother will be home in a few hours. Here. Ow. There's the remote. Pick something educational since you're missing school. <sighs> Sam. I almost lost you the other day, and I realized I don't tell you that I love you often enough, so... I love you. I love you, too. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. You don't think she blames herself, do you? I don't know, man. Probably. You won't let me see her. I mean, I've been there twice a day since the accident. Walk all the way from my house just to ask. I know he'll say no, but at least she'll know that I'm still here and that I love her. I don't think she doubts that, Kyle. She's probably just really sad about her mom. I know. I'm not saying it's about me. It's just I'm not going to feel better until I see her and touch her. Well, you got to give her time. She was super close to her mom. Just 
collar. I already do that nine times a day. Well, then do less of it. God damn, man. You're fucking smothering the girl. Pull it together. Also, you look like shit. Maybe shower or something? I don't care how I look. This is about Kimber. <sighs> I know it's about Kimber. Jesus, you don't think I'm a mess too? I love her. Hell, I need her. We keep skipping our classes. We're missing our finals. And we're smoking more weed than either of us can afford. Kimber is the heart of our group and the only one who cares enough to look after us. Keep us responsible and shit. Yeah, we need her. But she needs us too. Especially right now. Then she'll call. We have to accept that Kimber knows what she needs right now. And we are not it. What about the letter? I told you, I'm not even sure I heard that right, man. I was groggy as hell. Megan wouldn't have killed herself without a note saying goodbye. She wouldn't have done that to Kimber. I asked my dad, and he said that she didn't leave a note. Right, because your dad is such a shining beacon of truth. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Give me that bowl. We're sitting in Whitney's car right now. Whitney's missing car. I don't even know what to believe anymore. Jesus, stop texting her. Well, what am I supposed to do? Nothing? I'm going fucking crazy here. You're supposed to roll up that window and get the fuck out of my car. Come on, I gotta go to biology. Oh. I'll see you at lunch then. So, are we still on for the party tomorrow at Mike's? Uh, I'll have to let you know. I can't drink on these pills. Oh, you can still come to hang out with me. Yeah, maybe. Look, I really want to, Emily, but, like, with Kimber's mom and everything... It's okay. I understand. No, I really do want to hang out with you. Maybe we can do something next week when school's out? Yeah, maybe. Well, look who showed up. Kimber! Ah. <clears throat> oh my god, are you okay? Have you seen Kyle yet? He's freaking out. Are you okay? I'm okay, Sam. Have you seen Kyle yet? No, but I have next period with him. He's really worried about you, Kay. I know, I know. Things have been... It's really hard at home. What can we do? Will you come to the funeral with me on Saturday? Jesus Christ, of course. <laughs> she didn't even leave a note, Sam. It's okay. It's fine. You know she loved you. I, I want to see Kyle, but I'm... I'm afraid he's mad at me for not calling him back. No, he's not mad, I promise. He's just worried. Good. Guess I really need him right now. I'll go with you to English. But your next class is civics. I don't care. Sam, that's irresponsible. I don't care. Okay, now come on. I've really missed you, Sam. Me too. There's Kyle. Brace yourself. He hasn't even seen me. Well, we'll know when he does. There it is. Ah! Jesus, Landy! I think you broke my fucking elbow. Kyle, put me down! Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Jesus, this is embarrassing. Oh my god, Kimber. Fuck, where have you been? What the hell's been going through your pretty head? God, I've missed you. I I'm okay, but you have to let me go. Not a fucking chance. Come on, let's do this in English. You're making a scene. I don't give a goddamn about making a scene. I do, come on. 
Shit, I just realized I have homework due in this class. Doesn't look like Mr. Founder's too worried about it. That was last Thursday, Kyle, and I turned it in for you. I didn't even write the essay. I know. God, you are so precious to me. <sighs> oh, stop. How are you doing? I mean, really. I'm, uh, coping. But it's been really hard being, being around my dad. He's not handling it well, like, worse than me. I think that maybe he... He what, Kay? I think that maybe he blames me. Oh, that's bullshit. You're kidding. No, I know, I know. I just... Maybe I'm wrong, but he does look at me differently. Like, he despises me. I'll talk to him. Don't, Kyle. I, I just want to understand him. Maybe... Maybe she left him a note and, and there was something about me in it. Or maybe there was something about me. Don't do that, Kyle. None of this is on you. Or you, Sam. We need that letter. What letter? I told you my dad said there wasn't one. But you heard those cops talking about it. Guys, what letter? I was doped up on morphine and barely awake. That doesn't mean that it's what not... What fucking letter? I heard... I thought I heard Ramirez and Grig talking about a letter. One that was left in your room. What? But I was just waking up after the accident, and I was medicated, so I could be wrong. My mom did leave me a note? Maybe. I'm really not sure, Kay, and I, I just don't want to get your hopes up or anything. Ever since she died, I thought she just didn't care enough to say goodbye to me. She cared, Kay. Where's the letter? From what I could hear, they didn't even know. They said someone saw it in your room, but then it disappeared. But the cops must have it. No. My dad must have it. God, this makes so much sense now. He's read it. My dad was the love of my mom's life, but she only left a letter for me? I mean, that, that's, that's crazy. That's gotta mean something, right? Maybe she wronged me or did something to me or... Oh my god, what did she do? You don't, you don't know any of that, Kimber. We have to get that letter. We, we have to. He must be hiding it in his study, maybe? He's always in there with the door shut, making calls. I, I heard him talking about the Prescotts with someone on the phone. I didn't think anything about it at the time, but... We have to get that letter. Can't you just ask him for it? No, he won't give it to me. I, I have to take it for myself. How do we get it? I don't know. He never leaves the house now. What about Saturday? He has to leave, right? For the funeral? Sam and I could sneak in. But he locks his office when he's not in it. I could break in. No, you can't. You, you know you can't. We tried all the time when we were kids, remember? Where does he keep the key? On his keychain, with the rest of his keys. The ones clipped to his belt? Shit. I have an idea. What if during the... The funeral, I start to feel too upset. I asked Kyle to take me home, but I didn't remember to bring my house keys with me because I was too distraught. My dad gives me his keys, and Kyle drives me home. We get in, find the letter, and get back to the funeral in time to see my mom. Buried. It's okay, baby. We don't need to rush this. Let's get you through your mom's service, and we'll wait a few weeks until you start feeling better, and then we can talk about the letter. No! She's my mother! It's my note, and I fucking want it! And I don't want to wait for it. Okay. Okay? Yeah, okay. We'll get the letter, I promise. <sighs> Thank you. I'll stay and I'll keep an eye on things at the funeral, okay? Okay. We'll take 
20 minutes tops. It's only a five minute drive. We can give it a shot. Thank you guys. You know I love you both. We know. <laughs> oh my god. What? what? You're gonna wash the florets right off, Graham. Put the clean broccoli down. Well, maybe I should dirty you up a bit, huh? Uh, I'll come oh. right over there. Gross. <laughs> oh, Samuel. How was school? Fine. How's the pink beast treating you? It's orange. Why is she mad? Mom doesn't like that I let you have the car. She thinks Whitney will be upset we gave it to you when she comes home. When she comes home? Yes, Sam, when she comes home. Yeah, well, if she comes home, she won't want it anyway. It's over ten years old now. Yeah, and it reeks of pot. What? No, it doesn't. Please, son, I'm a sheriff. Look, I'm not coming down on you about this, Sammy. But cut that shit out. You're the sheriff's son, and I can't bust other teenagers for drug use and let mine off the hook. I'm not that kind of cop. Good to know. Also, we're making fettuccine alfredo if you're hungry. Or have the munchies. Jesus. (laughs) See, I'm a fun dad. Do you think that's something a fun dad would say? What? You don't think I'm fun? You have your moments. Yeah, I knew it. Fun dad. I'll be in my room. Maybe if you get high while you're up there, I'll be even funnier. (sighs) Christ. Just kidding. Don't get high in your room or anywhere else, ever. Do you have pot up there? No. Now, excuse me, fun dad. I have to go put the laundry away. Oh, your mother tried to do it for you, but I stopped her. Thank you for that. You're going to mean that thank you when you're out on your own. I'm sure I would have figured out laundry, dad. Well, no, you don't have to. Hey, Dad. Mm-hmm. You know how you said that Kimber's mom didn't leave a note? Yeah. What if she did? What do you mean? I thought I heard Greg and Ramirez talking about one at the hospital. They said there was a letter left in Kimber's room, but when they went back, it was gone. You're kidding. You heard them say Kimber's name? Well, no, but the context was clear. <sighs> Dad, come on. Listen, kiddo. I know how hard this is for Kimber. And you and Kyle as well. But I don't know anything about a letter. Yeah, but... I will ask Greg and Ramirez tomorrow. In the meantime, have you thought about the fact that Kimber's father might have seen the letter and taken it? Actually, we have. And have you considered that maybe he took it because whatever was in it might hurt Kimber? Hurt Kimber? How? Sit down, son. Megan was... Well, you saw how she was. Depressed? Yes. Why? Well, that's... Look, Sam... Given that she isn't here anymore, I'll tell you what I can. Megan has suffered from depression for most of her adult life. When she first married Pete, they tried to get pregnant. For years, they tried. And finally, after lots of medical intervention, they got pregnant with Kimber. A few years after Kimber was born, she wanted another child. Tried for another few years. Refused fertility treatments this time. Couldn't get pregnant again. And that, well, that weighs on a person. All that disappointment, getting your heart broken month after month. It took its toll. She stopped seeing her friends. Then she stopped going out in public entirely. Then she stopped talking to her psychologist. And finally, she stopped her medication. How do you know all this? Well, some of it came from Pete. A lot from Megan herself. The point is, she probably thought her suicide would ultimately hurt Kimber less than staying alive would. That's crazy. Kimber needs her mom. How could she fucking think that? Just calm down, Sam. Why does she hate Kyle so much? I seriously doubt that Megan hated Kyle. 
more likely she resented all the attention Kimber gave him when she knew her own end was coming. But I don't get it. Why did she not just do fertility treatments again and have another baby and avoid all this shit? Yeah, I don't know. Some of those treatments are very invasive. I think the first pregnancy just took it all out of her. And maybe she hates herself because a part of her blames Kimber for all this. Kimber can never know that. I agree. And perhaps Peter DeStaro agrees as well. He has a letter. Sam, I'm not convinced there even is a letter. But if there is, maybe there's something in it Pete is trying to protect his daughter from. Don't go searching for it. Don't help her find it. Protect her. I always do, Dad. I know. Don't you think Kimber has a right to read it regardless? Sam, one day you'll be a parent, and when that day comes, you might look at these sort of situations differently. No, that's such a... What's wrong with you? The Baraska scream. It's just the refinery, Sam. What? When I was a kid, you said it was logging equipment. Well, I'm a lot better informed now. It certainly isn't a scream. I forgot you kids like to play that game. It's not a game. I agree. It's the refinery in Boone. It's pretty fucking loud to be coming all the way from Boone. Sam! You know it is. What I know is it's not monsters or demons or whatever you kids pretend it is. It's something, though. Yes. The refinery. I gotta go call Kyle. Do your thing. Dinner's in 30. And no getting high! Hello? You talked to Kimber? Yeah, it's not her. Thank Christ. It's alright, man. Look, I think that... I think that something's happening. Yeah, there's a lot fucking happening. I mean something bigger. Bigger than my girlfriend's mom killing herself? That's the thing. I was just... The scream, it got me thinking. What if she didn't kill herself? No, she did, man. I saw the body. It can't be a coincidence that Kimber's mom died that same day we got run off the road. Sam? And then five days later, we hear the scream. Maybe she was never even at the hospital. Dude. Maybe she was murdered. Look, like they tried to do to us. They took Kimber's blood at the Baraska party. Obviously her mom is related to her. God damn it, shut the fuck up! I just told you! I saw her body! I saw her body. Where? At the hospital. When they were moving her to the morgue, it was her man. But- Look, we need to put all of this shit on the back burner. Baraska, the shiny gentleman, the skinned men, the parties, all of it. You're becoming obsessed, man. This is serious shit. Yeah, no fucking kidding. It's serious shit. My girlfriend's hurt. My best friend got hurt. Somebody's fucking dead. I know that this is serious. I know that you want to find out what happened to Whitney. I want to find out what happened to Whitney, but this is going too far. We are in way over our heads. And can we please just not do this for a couple of weeks? A month? Can we just get Kimber through this fucking funeral first? Jesus, I, I can't with you two. I mean, she's planning an overly convoluted letter heist, and you're obsessed with some dumb urban legend. You know it's more than that. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Can we just pause this little adventure we're on for a little while? Yeah, man. Really? No stupid shit. No stupid shit. You want to come over? Nah, I think I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah, see, it's 7.30 at night, so this is how I know you're planning stupid shit. I'm not. I'm just exhausted. There's a lot going on. <sighs> I know. Picked up some sour diesel from Saunders to get us through it all. Damn, you really hate that guy. Yeah, well, seemed like you needed it. And they say chivalry is dead. Shut up. Just whatever you're thinking about doing, 
don't do it. Or at least, don't do it until I can come with you and keep your dumb ass from getting killed. I already said alright. Alright. See you tomorrow. You're sure it was Kimber's mom you saw? <sighs> she was my future mother-in-law. I've seen her face in my nightmares for years. Well, I'm starting to get an idea about why she might have hated you. Good. You're caught up. I'll see you tomorrow. Later. Fuck it. Where did you go? Ambercott. Why? I want to see if Megan's name was on the triple tree. And was it? Nope. So it was a legitimate suicide. Yeah. But you were obsessed. Yeah. I climbed that mountain alone in the dark, all the way to Ambercott. And there were some people partying in the treehouse, but they didn't even notice me. I just went straight to the triple tree and looked. But Megan's name wasn't there. Well, let's meet Monday, okay? Do you have availability? <laughs> you know my schedule is wide open. You'll find a job, Sam. I've got some new leads. Alice is going to give them to you on your way out. Yeah, well, you know, no one wants to hire an ex-con, Leah. I know, I know. But it'll happen, Sam. It will. Okay. What did you leave out? What? You hesitated at the end there. What did you leave out about the triple tree? There was a name on the tree that I missed at the time. It was buried near the ground. I found it a few weeks later when I went back. But it was there that night and I m missed it. And if I'd seen it, nothing that happened would have happened. But it did, because I missed it. Whose name was it? I think you know whose it was, Leah. Let's pick up Monday, okay? Yep. And Sam, no more weed. Of course, Miss Dixon. I'll let my urine guy know. That's not funny. Bottoms up. Oh, dude, this is the cheapest bourbon I've ever drank. <clears throat> I remember you drinking something far more disgusting in prison. Yeah, well, that was prison. I've done my time. I want decent bourbon. And get a job. Motherfucker, I have a job. Not a legal one. Yeah, well, who's gonna hire an ex-con? And anyway, you don't even have that. I can get one. You're dealing, maybe. I'm qualified. Jesus, slow down. Leah says no more weed. I heard you the first three times you told me. Not really fair to me, though, is it? No. I'm sorry. Is she helping? She's listening. Is that helping? I don't know. Depends what happens when I get to the end of the story. What is the end of the story? <clears throat> Horrific shit. Yeah. I've heard you screaming from your room. The age helps. No, like I told you before, all it does is keep you from remembering your dreams. I know. I saw that girl again today. She's persistent. I know who it is. I'll call Burnout and get him to stop sending her over here. So who is she? She won't tell me her name. Tara. Burnout's girlfriend. He's been trying to get me to deal for him for months, and she's the honeypot. 
Well, she definitely is then. Uh, she's okay. She's not my type. Well, that's not your type? No wonder you're single. I'm single because I'm a fucked up, ex-con, heroin-addicted loser with no fucking job. Give me the bottle. But how could you be jobless with all your obvious charm? It's a mystery. <laughs> the only job that seems to be available to me is dealing. I'm, uh, I'm thinking about it. Sam, that's a one-way ticket back to prison. I know. That's why I'm thinking about it. Why the fuck would you want to go back? People know me in there. I'll have a job. More importantly, if I don't go back, I'll be dead soon. I mean, the only way to get me to KKH is by locking me in a room without it. You mean a cell? Still a room. Not much of a life, though. No, it's not. But it still counts as living. I guess. I want better for you, man. I don't deserve better. I don't even deserve what I have. Stop that shit. Or you did your time. For the drugs, yeah. What else did you do? The fuck, did you kill somebody? More like I got someone killed. You remember everything, don't you? Not when I'm drinking this. I'm not sure this is any better than the heroin. Feels worse. Costs less. Well, instead of dealing heroin, why don't you take an actual job at a liquor store? They'd hire an ex-con, I bet. Still dealing, just pays a lot less. They're selling something legal, though. If it's a legal job, they're taking my taxes. Well, they don't let me vote for the government that spends it. It's kind of fucked up, isn't it? I doubt you even know who the president is right now. This is the, uh... <laughs> this is the guy, uh... <laughs> nah, you know what I'm talking about. He's the guy with the... Mm -hmm. He's got the hair. Yeah. Sam. You're passing out, aren't you? Just don't let me see her, man. If I close my eyes, I'll see her. Just got get the uh, get my needles. I can't see her. Night, night, princess. Don't let me. Don't let. Baraska stars Cole Sprouse as Sam Walker. Additional performances by Lisa Edelstein as Leah Dixon, Nick Cigar as Officer Ramirez, Gary Galone as Officer Grigg, Mark Derwin as Graham Walker, Daniel Weber as Kyle Landy, Seychelle Gabriel as Emmeline Bonham, Sarah Yarkin as Kimber Destaro, Aramis Knight as Mike Sutton, Jama Williamson as Elizabeth Walker. Bo Knapp as Eric Tucker. Created by Rebecca Klingel. Directed by Stephanie Abel Horowitz and Tess Harrison. Produced by Rob Herding, Dave Henning, Brian Cavanaugh-Jones, Fred Berger, and Cole Sprouse. Production executive, Tess Ryan. Original scoring composition by Darren Johnson. Recorded by Ryan Walsh, assisted by Neely Oftering. Edited by Ryan Walsh and Ben Melchev. Sound design by Maria Mora and Juan David Shaparo Perez for Audio 4 Media. Mix and mastering by Ryan Sanchez. Casting by Chelsea Block and Marisol Roncalli for Atomic Honey. 
Script Supervisor, Sam Beasley. Post Coordinator, Rachel Yanover. Assistant Director, Miranda Sampson. Talent Coordinator, James Gelberg. Artwork by Tomer Honka and Bryn Jones. Baraska is a Q-Code production. Everyone needs a break from the real world. That's why we played games as kids, and that's why we should play games as adults. I'm Troy Lavalle, And I'm Joe O'Brien. And back in 2015, we started a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast, a show made up of comedians and actors playing a fantasy role-playing game. And now is the perfect time to start listening because we just started a brand new story. It's basically Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets X-Files. Search for The Glass Cannon Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Hey, life is hard, so come play pretend with us. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. 